Father, we trust you for utterances. We trust you for words. We trust you for the spirit in this message. We think that this message is not going to be taken from our hearts. We will keep on beholding and seeing you the way we're supposed to see you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Man, let me just say this. I'm still moved. You know when you ask for utterances, they start giving you utterances. Um, <laughs> I remember one day, the Lord told me in a vision of the night. He said, give a car. So this, is, this was the car that my wife, she, she liked that car. So I could not tell her, uh, but if it was like it, she has a full authority on it, I would have asked. Like, hey, listen. But I had more authority on it. And then through the next thing, I woke up in the morning, said, Lord, you, you, are, you want me to give the car away? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, and uh, this is not easy. But I'm going to do it. Um, I'm not going to let the right hand, the, the right hand, no, no. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, believe me, these are utterances from God. Believe me. And it's a true story. Tom was there. You saw it with his own eyes. So what happened is, I woke up in the morning. I prepared the papers of the car. And then Tom, I called Tom. Tom came there to drive us to the airport, me and my wife. And my wife is thinking, we're just going to the airport. So I'm like, oh, I want to pass somewhere. But I'm passing there to leave the car. <laughs> so I, I want to pass somewhere. And, I, uh, and we, we see this man standing in front. My wife knows the man. Like, why is he here? Are you meeting him? Did you plan something? I'm like, oh, we plan, I planned something. And then, uh, then we stopped the car. He's outside. And I said, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm giving the car. Which car? This one. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. And and I, uh, um, I said, let's, because the plane is coming, the plane we need to rush the airport. So let me quickly do it quick. Um, then I came out. I hugged the man. Everyone, everyone is so excited. Oh yeah, the purpose of the car. The car is yours. The man, oh Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. So. I'm sharing this because I was just sharing one. The right hand sometimes doesn't have to know, especially when you feel like you're going to procrastinate in the thing of God. You don't need to procrastinate. You need to step in quickly. Amen? I got the vision of the night. In the morning, I did it. Quickly. Amen? Okay. And But the harvest that came after that, boy, you can't believe it. Amen? Look at, look at this. It says, and God heard the voice of the youth, of the child. And the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What, what troubles you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the youth, of the child, where he is. Come on. I want to say this to you that... Um, there is power in knowing that God hears you. There is power in knowing that God hears you. I was speaking on the goodness of God yesterday, and I just want you right now, give me this attention and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. God is saying, I hear you. 
Sometimes um, we struggle with that subject, does God hear? And here you see this woman, uh, the angel, say to Agar, don't worry, don't fear, don't be anxious, don't think much. I have heard you. God has heard you. I'm telling you, child of God, God has heard you. He has heard, oh, but Prophet William, do you know what's happening in our lives? Actually, we are planning to fast next week because God, we, we believe God hasn't heard. Amen? I want to I say this to you, that God has heard you. Oh, but that's so simple, we know it. Okay, if you know it, then why? Why then are you not getting stuff happening? Because if he hears, then something has to happen. Something has to happen. And one of the things that I, want, I always wanted to know, does God hear? I always wanted to know that. I remember back in the days when we were in this other church, um, back, back then, uh, we, I came to this church, I'm, I'm looking for the Lord, and these guys, um, these guys, uh, they don't believe God hears them. We went even like uh, to pray in the bush, and uh, this Gosa guy, he went on top of the tree. <laughs> that God will hear. And I heard Gosa shouting there, Oh! He needed a microphone. So people really, I'm telling you, you, you we might laugh about you, Gosa, but can I tell you something? You might be one of Gosa's. You might be one of Gosa's, but you are doing it in English. <laughs> You've been begging God to do things. You've been begging God to do things. Do you know, do you know there's, there's that thing that he, uh, that he, thank God now, that when you send the message to someone, you see they got it. There's a blue tick. You see they have it. <laughs> You see, they got it. But back in the days, brother, you send a message. If they did, did they hate it? Did they hate that this is happening? Did they hate that this is? You, you just not happy. You, you are anxious because you don't know the head. Can I tell you something? There's a blue tick. And some of you, you have a feeling that God has been blue ticking you. I'm telling you, oh God, you always complain to people, you're blue ticking me, you're not answering me. But you have never even checked your prayers. Are they, are they blue ticked? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Some of you have that feeling, oh God has been blue ticking me. There's no answer, but I see he has heard me. Praise the Lord. Check, check. You prayed for that thing, brother. What happened? What have you prayed for that thing that time? What happened? Blue tick. We want to get those blue ticks out today. We want to get answers. I, I want to teach you. I want to teach you this path. You know, I'm living this thing ever since I got to know this. I'm living this calm faith life. When I speak something, it's done. You, you should see me when I'm praying. You, you should just. Take time and see me when I'm praying. These people that you watch there with children, I did not even go through a hard time. You saw like you're going to have a baby. It's, that's my prayer. 
There is no other hidden prayer after that. There is not to come to the office, then you have to go through, um, what do you call that? One-on-one, -on -one, and you have to go through uh, uh, a course, a prayer, come to church, what a, which as a sister, you have a pole. It's done. Someone shout, it is done. It is done. So, now look at this. Um, I remember one lady when she was really trusting God for a child. She came to her house like, oh, if we can have prayers continuous. I said, for what? Didn't we pray about your child? I said, for what? She says, can you ask God again? Do you think I believe in a blue tick me? That God blue ticked me? Lady, you're already pregnant. There is no blue tick when I speak to God. You are already pregnant. Like, 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 like you heard, I'm, I'm using the, all these testimonies. You heard um, that testimony. They said they did not know they're five months pregnant. And prophetess tell them, go and, go, and, go and paint your house. And they're like, we don't have a child. But there's no blue tick with us. You're already five months pregnant. But God saved them five months, trust me. They did not see, they did not walk in pregnancy in five months. <laughs> because there's no blue tick. Someone said there's no blue tick in here. There's no blue tick in here. There are answers. Amen. Amen. So he says, fear not. The Lord has heard the voice of the youth where he is. And then look at this. Go on. Arise, get up, support the youth with the hand. And intend to make the great nation. He may make a great nation. What happened? That youth who is in now is the guys in Dubai. They were in the wilderness. God said, I'll make them a great nation. Those guys in Dubai, in now where the Qatar, they came from just that scripture. That's Ishmael. They came from that scripture, just one scripture. Praise the Lord. Are you still here or gone home? Now, <laughs> look at this. Just from I have heard you. Just from I have heard you. Now, look at this. Hezekiah, go with me, 2 Kings 20, verse 5. Hezekiah, he had a prophet who came to him. This prophet came and said, he said to Hezekiah, Hezekiah, you're going to die. You're going to die. And he gave it, uh, uh, <laughs> some places they'll call it an awesome word of the Lord. <laughs> you're going to die. And, and you know what? He said, you're going to die. So Hezekiah, the Bible says, he turned. He turned back and tell, he, he turned back and then he, he prayed. He hit the wall. He prayed and said, Lord, I'm not going to die. And, but the, he, he asked that the Lord will save his life. And said, so, the, so the prophet now, he left and he's in the middle of the, like he, in the middle of the world, uh, on the open space, coming out of the, from the house of the king, from the palace of the king, Hezekiah. So now, God spoke to the prophet. Turn back and tell Hezekiah, the leader of the, my people, that says the Lord, the God of David, your, your forefather, I have heard you. Come on. I have heard your prayers. Tell him I have heard your prayers. I have seen your tears. Someone say God hears. Behold, I will heal you. Come on. 
I will shield you. Glory. Oh. It says, behold, I watch. I will shield you. I've heard you, then I'm healing you. You see, no blue ticking, there's an answer. It's not one way, there's an answer. It just came quick with the prophet. It's not a one way conversation. Blue tick, blue tick, blue tick. When is, is, is God still in heaven or what? Or an angel is playing with God's phone? <laughs> Blue tick, blue tick, blue tick. But God sent a prophet and answered. Like you wrote down, you spoke with the wife day before. What happened? You came here, the prophet answered what you wrote with your wife. There is no blue tick. God, <laughs> come on, church. Come on. God sends a prophet and he answers. Or he sends something and he answers. Church never believe in just blue tick, blue tick, blue tick. God answers. Someone say, he hears me. But the problem, some people, they think there is not even a blue tick. The message is a one tick. God is, doesn't, he's not carrying that phone at all. <laughs> the devil took God's phone when he fell from heaven. And he fell in the lake of whatever with God's phone. And there is no network. <laughs> in the leg. Come on. Some Christians believe that well. There is no network. It's a one tick and they're always going, uh, you know, I, we've been praying God is not hearing. The devil took God's one. Come on. Today I want to tell you there is no one tick. There is no uh, tick that is not in, attended to. God has angels that attend to your prayers. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and we're going to begin to see answers to prayers. We're going to begin to see answers to prayers. I have seen your tears. I will heal you. And the man was healed. Are you with me? Now, look at this. Look at this. Those days in the Old Testament, they used to be a one tick. And it wasn't like the devil took God's phone. It was because of people's sins. Now, go with me in the book of Isaiah 59, verses 1. And I want you to see this thing. Hallelujah. Someone say, thank God for his grace. No more one tick. There is an answer. I'm telling you, church, God told me. I said, Lord, I want to I continue on the goodness. He said, tell them I'm answering their prayers. I'm answering their prayers. It's no longer going to be this thing like, like we are religious people just making noise. Now look at this. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened at all. The Lord's hand is not what? Shortened. That it cannot save. You see, there is a song I like. There's a song saying, if, if love doesn't have a hand, then it's not love. Love has a hand to save. Praise the Lord. Love has a hand to serve. And now he's saying, Behold, the hand of the Lord is no shortened that it can't serve. Nor his ear dull with the deafness. God is not deaf. 
God is not waiting for an altar call for his ears to open. And then he says, oh, now I hear you. Now I hear, now I hear. Yes, I can hear. Who, who is praying? I hear someone is praying there. Who, uh, now I can hear. No. Look at this. It's, his ears are not dull with deafness. That he cannot hear. That he cannot hear. Are you still here? But what? Go on. But your iniquities have made a separation between you and God. And your sins have has caused him to hide his face. Are you with me? So when he says hide his face from you, it means the face is against you. Meaning no. Like uh, eyes and ears. He doesn't pay attention. Okay? So now, what is really, what was stopping God to hear in the Old Testament? Iniquities. Someone say iniquities. So iniquities were the major cause of separation between you and God. Are you with me? Oh, God is not hearing. Oh, it's because I did that sin. Have you ever heard Christians say that? That, you, that you, because I did that, God is not hearing. Because I did that. But how about um, some sinners we hear that they prayed in their sins that they want to know Jesus and Jesus revealed himself to them. How did God hear them? Are you with me? So it was always the iniquity problem that God will not hear people. That's why in the book of Mark 9, hallelujah, are you still here? In the book of John 9, verse 31, when that blind man, his eyes were opened, the, the Pharisees came to him and said, who opened your eyes? He says, Jesus. He says, but he's a sinner. He says, how can God hear a sinner? Because God, according to the scrolls, he can't hear people with sin. How, can, how, how come he hate a sinner? That man kept on saying, how come he hate a sinner? It's not in the scrolls. It's not in the law of Moses that God who can hear someone with sin. Are you with me? Okay, now look at this. Um, in the book of Psalms 66 verses 18, he says, if I keep my iniquity within my heart, God will not hear me when I'm praying. Is, isn't it that a question that needs an answer? Can I show you the answer? Can I show you the answer? Isaiah 53 verses 5. Hallelujah. Isaiah 53 verses 5. He was, huh, he was bruised. Hallelujah. Isaiah 53 verses 5. Oh God. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Can I tell you something? Jesus came and took iniquities out of the way. Now God can hear you. What was stopping God to hear you? Now Jesus took it out. Now God can just hear you. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Someone thank the Lord that he can hear you. Thank God for the cross. It is the cross. It is the cross that causes God to hear you. That's why David says, uh, Psalm 66, he says, it is your mercy that you have heard me. It is your mercy that you have heard me. God hears you because of his mercy. 
It's not because you are smart. You know, some people say, oh, I've been fasting, now God is going to hear. No, it's not all that. Get the right reason for your fasting, but not that God can hear you. When you do that, you have reduced God to an idol. Because the Bible says idols can't hear. And they used to fast for the idols to hear them. You are reducing God to idol. God is not an idol. He has ears. And what stopped God to hear you? It was iniquity. Now iniquity has been dealt with. The cross of Christ did a great work. It was a great tool to take away sins. And now there is no iniquity. Oh, how about what I did yesterday? What you did yesterday was taken on that cross. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Thank God for the cross. It was taken on that cross. So now God can hear you. Are you with me? God, now God can hear you. Say thank God for the cross. Someone shout thank God for the cross. Someone shout thank God for the cross. Now, look at this. Now that God can hear you, look at Matthew 6, verse 7, the New Testament. You see, we are, we, 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 we are going with this. We are building. Matthew 6, verse 7, where Jesus taught about prayer, fasting, and all those stuff. And when you pray, do not hear our phrases. You know, there are some people that, oh, let's get the scripture to, to pray around. Let's get the phrases. The people just get out phrases. Multiple words, repeating the same ones over and over, as the Gentiles do. For they think they will be heard. Do you see that? They have an idea that God will hear me because of this. Can only be because of the cross. Can only be because of the, these guys are simply saying, if I come with praises and say, oh Jehovah Nisi, oh Jehovah Jireh, oh Jehovah Tseputah, oh Jehovah Chikobokobo, oh, they think whatever, they even they gather these phrases, God will hear them. How about William who doesn't know these things? I just showed you right now. I don't know these names. I just know one name, Jesus. I just know one name, Jesus. And in the, at the mention of that name, every knee, they do bow. Every tongue, they confess. He has exalted his name above all other names. That means also the names of God. He has exalted the name of Jesus above even the names of God. Above all other. So I'm not going to gather phrases and keep on repeating things. That car, that car, that car, that car, that car, that car. That car, you have made him an idol. You have reduced him to an idol. That the Bible says in the book of Psalms 115, verses 5, it says, the idols have ears, but they don't hear. We need to push them by more words. And now, God, 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 God. Man, I was in one service. You know I travel, so I know these things. And many churches have many doctrines, different doctrines. I was in this service. They were shouting. This guy took the microphone, was lying on the ground. God, get the place here. I said, what? Are you, are you talking to your father or are you talking to Msimarate? Okay. Are you talking to your father or are you talking to someone who is very far? 
Man, we don't need even to heap up words. We don't need that. Well, how did Elijah pray? How did he pray for the rain? How did he pray? He said, the Bible said Elijah was a man like us, and he prayed that it should rain, and it rained. How did he pray? He just told Ahab. He told Ahab. He did not, we don't see him with much words. He told Ahab, he said, the rain is going to start. You know what? Even when I speak to you some things, I speak to you, I speak to you some things, I'm praying. Some people don't know. They think that prayer is like, oh, Lord. Oh, I, can I tell you something? In the morning, I was up at 4 a.m. and we slept. What time? Can you can say that? What time do we sleep? No, girl, we slept two, at 2. <laughs> at 2, we went to bed. And at 4 a.m., I'm up. And I'm praying 4 a.m. until 7 a.m. I'm praying. But are you begging God? <laughs> no. So are you getting what I'm saying? Are you, are you seeing the balance? <laughs> so, so where I am, I'm up. I'm fellowshipping. I'm fellowshipping. I'm fellowshipping. Oh, ding gong ding gong, darang ding gong de, ying gong darang ding gong, singe ding ying gong gong go, ying gong guru. And I know his ears are attentive to the prayers of the righteous. I don't need to gather words. I don't need to gather words. Especially when it comes to request. For me, a request, I say it in one, in one second, I'm done. Lord, we need that money. In Jesus' name, thank you that it is done. Amen. And I don't need to try to cover it up with a, with a song. You know, some people, when they pray, like, hallelujah. 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 No, brother, you're asking for a car. Ask for a car in Samaya. <laughs> Stop saying hallelujah. You are, you are appearing like a con man before the throne. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Right now, let's say I want your phone. And let's say I'm asking for a phone. I'm not, I'm not asking for a phone. <laughs> I know you're very generous, so please don't mess up with that. I'm asking for the phone, Father. And then I sing a song. What shall I say unto you, Rick? No, don't say that. Don't do that. You're not a worshiper. You're a beggar. You're not a worshiper. You're a beggar. When you want to worship, you have time to worship. I was up at four just to worship him. I'm having time to fellowship with him. And they, brothers... Then I killed, I got some request in my spirit. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm worshiping. After that, I will ask the Father. Then I said, Lord, um, I want this to happen. I'm, I'm asking for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you. I don't try to cover it with a song. I don't try to cover it with tongues. You know, people now use, when they come, oh, brothers, we are praying uh, for this sister is, uh, is uh, sick. Let's pray, uh, sister, in the name of Jesus, be healed, all sickness to go. And what? <laughs> Brothers, can we check in the pub what tongues are for? You are using these things wrong. Lay hands on the sick. Don't, don't, don't mess up this whole thing. You can even lay hands without praying. 
Like one brother, I said, we are going to go to the hospital to pray for the sick. He showed up with a big Bible. And I said, where, where, where is that Bible going? <laughs> As you see, to me, it's going to the hospital. Uh, sorry, I said, brother, you don't need to take that Bible. Now you need to take what you have been putting inside to come out. You use that at church and at home. Now use your life. You, you're going to get there. And this brother now, he, he's confused. He's thinking I'm a satanist. Something that is, I'm against the Bible or something. But I know scriptures. I, I'm reading scriptures. And then we get there at the hospital. He's going with me. Now he's like following me. And, and he sees me. I, I took it to another level. I get there. Sister, I see your sick, my sister. I'm here. I'm carrying Jesus. I'm going to lay hands on you. You're going to be healed. The brother is watching. He's confused. still in the Bible story. <laughs> then I put a hand on this other lady. And I took it out. And I said, stand up. The brother now is getting too much. You did not pray. You did not pray. He didn't say that. You ate it because you have so much unbelief. Then I pulled the sister. Ah, I can walk. Oh. The pain is gone. And, and the brother, the brother, instead of celebrating the miracle, he's, he's in confusion. <laughs> She's healed, but this man is not the right man <laughs> to administer this healing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you still here? Are you still here? So, this man, we walk in the hospital, people start getting healed. Then, after that, I said, Let me explain to you. It's not hard as you are thinking. It's simple. You lay hands. I read him in the scripture. Lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. He didn't say it with some spice this thing. Like what the Gentiles are doing. Spicing prayer with phrases. Church, let's stop spicing our prayers. Some people have spiced the prayer even with the sound. You hear a brother when he's praying he changes the tone. Almighty God, the glorious one, the great I am. But the brother, you're talking with him outside the <laughs> You're talking to him outside the church. You almost think this brother is a, he is a voice of a woman. But he's here in prayer. Almighty God, the glorious I, the glorious Come on. This is my word today for you. Stop it. Just stop it. It's a rebuke. Just stop it. Pray. Stop playing. There are many answers. There are many cars there. There are many houses. There are many buildings. There are many souls to be served that are waiting for your prayer. And you are busy. Almighty God. <laughs> you are busy with things. We are busy with the religion and, and you're just spicing this whole thing. You know me, Lord. I have been dedicated into your name. You said those that are dedicated will not be forsaken. You hear my prayer because, Lord, my voice is as a good God voice. Come on. Just stop it. 
That's the answer. Just do it. <laughs> the heaven today has replied to that blue tick. Just do it. <laughs> just, just do it today. Start praying. How do you pray, William? It's easy. Don't be like Gentiles. That think we will be heard by their much speaking. God doesn't hear you by your much speaking. He hears you because of the cross. The iniquities have been taken. It's the cross. It's the cross of Jesus. It's what he did for us, not what we do for him. Now look at this. Go on, go on. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask it. Ah. Now, now, now this is a unlocking something. Your father knows it. How does he know it? He says before you ask. He does say he knows it. Before you ask, that means you're still going to ask. <laughs> so when you prepare to ask, then he knows it. But how does he know it? Doesn't Psalms 19 verse 14 says this? My meditation and my prayer is heard. Is accepted before you. Come on, church. Meaning, when you are thinking of something, God hears you. And you know what? Jesus, the Bible says, He turned and said, He answered their thoughts. He answered their thoughts. And sometimes you are thinking about something. You are just thinking about a car. He says, He knows. Well, how does He know? He knows the meditation of your heart. Come on. Say, He knows the meditation. Say, God knows the meditation of my heart. So, so you come there, you're even your mind. He knows what you want before you even ask it. Now, you, now why then do you, you stay in prayer begging? I'm begging you, Lord. If you can do this for my family, I'm begging you, Lord. If you can do this. Ah! Stop it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Also, you simply say, we should not lift our voices. Oh, no, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say you shouldn't lift your voice. When you're lifting your voice, just know it's just for your own pleasure. Heaven hears you even with a, still a whisper or a loud voice. Heaven still hears you. Heaven hears you just sitting like this. But you need to take it out. Take it out. It's waiting for you to take it out. You don't have because you don't ask. Come on. You don't have. So stop being jealous of the brother sitting next to you and say, oh, this brother is this. Why can't you ask it? Oh, those people that are so blessed. Why can't you ask it? You don't have because you don't ask. All right? You say, look, let's finish there. Let's finish. Where were we? Matthew. It says, he knows what you need before you ask. Then he teaches them. Hallelujah. Pray therefore like this, our Father. Just know he's your Papa. And can I tell you, can I, can I say something? He's a good Father. Say our Father. Someone's learning to say that. Say my Father. Our Father. When you're praying together, our Father. But when you're praying alone, my Father. My daddy, oh daddy, oh daddy, I thank you, oh thank you Lord, hallelujah, 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 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Someone shout my father. Shout my father. Hallelujah. So you, you simply say, my father, our father. Hallelujah. Know that he hears you. Get to know that he hears you. You are not a beggar. Don't be a beggar. I, I, I was always, when I was growing up, I was always scared for, um, I loved prayer meetings. That, that's why we pray here. We pray. But we don't pray to a prayer of request for many days. We, have, we know that he hears us. We pray prayers of fellowship. Of fellowship. Because fellowship also has a place in our lives. But not to request. That we come here and say, oh, we are still asking God for that speaker guy. Let's pray again. Let's ask him. Who are you talking about? Who is this one who's blue ticking it? I remember I went to your all night prayer. Um, that's when God revealed to me these things. I went to all night prayer yesterday, my first all night prayer. And they were praying, these people, I'm telling you, they were praying. All night. So we started prayer around uh, 7 p.m. And I'm thinking there's going to be a movie, something. There's nothing praying only. And uh, just saying, we are praying for this. We're praying for that building. We're praying for... They kept on saying we're praying for a building. So after that request, then they say, let's go back to the request of the building again. Let's go back to the building. All right. And, and we are praying and everyone is walking, is walking around. Lebron, dong, gong, dong, ingron, damangi. Man, I'm telling you, 2 a.m., I'm starting to be slow in my walking. I'm really like slow. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I want to sleep. And Paul, I know he never had all night prayers. Only thing he had, he had all night preaching. That someone slept during his preaching. Please don't sleep now. Because that man slept and he died. And Paul raised him from the dead. And then they thought, ah, now it's done. The service is closed. And he went with him upstairs. He continued to this sermon. <laughs> Isn't Paul laid hands on me? And then we are praying, we are praying. And then I, I pulled out my Bible. And this guy is carrying a microphone. He's like, how about a Sunday? He's really shouting and doing everything. And then he saw me pulling my Bible, sitting down at the back there. He said, stand up and keep knocking. Keep knocking. Keep knocking. Do you know what? Man, I, I went there, I said, I, 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 put my, I, I opened my Bible and God said, and I saw that scripture, knock and the door is open. And I said, this brother is missing that part. And then I put my Bible down. And I said, what type of a father is this one? We've been knocking from 7 a.m. Nothing has happened. Not even, not even the temperature in the building changing. Nothing. Nothing. And can I tell you, I was so frustrated as a Christian because of prayer. But I got to know these things. That God's ears are just attentive to the prayers of the righteous. Now I may have no time to beg. I have all the time to fellowship. 